This podcast contains adult language. What's up, everybody? It's Darren. Today's podcast is a preview, a snippet of our Patreon podcast. Shout out to all our Patreon listeners. If you want to be a Patreon listener, go to patreon.com and search Digital Darren. That's digital, D-A-R-O-N, and we'll come up. And we have tiers for everything. And in all our tiers, you get early access, exclusive to Patreon only podcast. So this was an early access podcast that is about the black quarterback, the golden era black quarterbacks and how we're living in the golden era black quarterbacks. I think it's about 10 black quarterbacks who are starting right now. Most of them are doing really well. So me and Calhoun talked about it and just had a lot of good fun talking about ranking them, who was where and everything. So if you like that, Please support. If you like what you hear, please support the Patreon. We really appreciate it. All we do is use the money and put it right back into the podcast equipment, server time, snacks for the cast, even pay them when they come through and drop a podcast. Because all of us have regular jobs, and this is just more for fun. But if you do like it and you do support it, trust me, go right back into everybody's pocket. So, you know, so we can keep doing more content. And thank you guys. I hope you like the main site because we. We're going to keep this going as long as we can. I mean, we don't see it stopping at any point in time because all of us are friends in real life. So as long as we get, can talk, we'll our record and we'll keep doing these. And for the Patreon listeners, we have a lot of good things coming up for the rest of 2019 and 2020. We've got a couple of giveaways we already have scheduled, a couple of exclusives on the podcast that we have in the pipe. A lot of fun things. So, again, thank you guys for listening. If you're a Patreon listener, we already appreciate you. If you're not a Patreon listener, if you do support, we appreciate you. Even if you're not, we appreciate you listening to the normal site. So, again, this is a preview snippet of the black quarterback golden era podcast. Hope you guys enjoy. Digitaldaring.com. Today is November 13th, 2019. And I think we're going to run this for Patreon at first, and we may do a snippet for the normal podcast feed. But before we do that, also huge news. We're on Spotify. I'll I'll include the link because somebody asked me about that the other day. I'll include our Spotify link. In our normal what? podcast feed, yeah, yeah, we on, on yeah, we on Spotify. Oh, what you tell me that for? So, what's so special about Spotify? I like Spotify. That's how I listen to all my music for the most part. Like when I know about these artists, you be like, "How the fuck you know about him?" It's because I, I listen to Spotify every day. Yeah, we on Spotify. I meant to say that earlier, so uh, apologize. But we're on Spotify now. Matter of fact, to be honest with you, I listen to Spotify almost as much as I listen to YouTube. The only time I listen to YouTube is on my phone because I don't have a Spotify account. So, on a, on a desktop, you can listen to whatever album you want, but if you do that on the phone, if you don't have an account, it'll go all over the place. So, YouTube on my phone, but whenever I'm on my computer or working, I listen to Spotify. Okay. So, now we're here, and... So, we didn't even say... Did we say what the topic was today? No. Oh, we're talking about black quarterbacks, and how did we get here? I think it should be a little more... Mm. On that. 
Well, we're talking about the rise of the African-American quarterback. Yeah, this is something big, sir. This is a big podcast, and this is a big topic here. Let's give it as just do. You ain't no white fucking sportscaster, nigga. Well, you know, let's, let's give it what it's supposed to get now. So before we talk about, do we need to define what, what constitutes a, are we going to do quarterbacks of color or just black quarterbacks? Let's just stick to black quarterbacks and we're going to bring everybody else in. If you ain't white, you're black, okay? We not, as long as it ain't Mexican, just like a job application. So like, like Marcus Mariota, what would you consider him? Oh, he don't count. I don't know what he is. <laughs> What about Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, he count. He got nigga hell. He going with nobody who got that straight out. So if he was sorry, would you still count Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. You know how y'all do it. Y'all, whenever some kid is mixed, when he doing good, he, like Obama, Obama the best black person ever when he doing bad, hey, he's not one of us. You know, y'all get to pick and choose how y'all rate these. But one Obama isn't one of us and it showed in his presidency, so... Yeah, that's the point. Well, he didn't do what you thought. He's not one of us. But if he would have milked them for black people, he'd be one of us in your mind. We're not going to do stick on the topic of somebody color. We'll leave that for our white counterparts. On to the black quarterback, sir. So how we start about this is we were talking and, oh, does Ru- is Russell Wilson mixed? Because he don't have normal black, black hair. His hair is straight. On to the black quarterback, sir. No, nah, I'm asking. His head straight. Does he count? We're not, not going to get caught up on the particulars. Yes, Russell Wilson is a black quarterback. Please keep it going. We got on this because of how <laughs> Because of the, and we were talking about MVP racing. Basically, the leading two, maybe three candidates are all black quarterbacks. Shana Shaw said this thing that was interesting a couple of days ago on um, FS1 on his sports talk skill. He was like, top five right in the MVP race. Russell Wilson. Lamar Jackson, probably uh, Kishner McCaffrey, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. He said, when the last time you seen the black quarterback and a white running back <laughs> as the MVP race? When did that ever happen? 2019, times we live in. Times we live in. It was, and, the, and the league is starting to conform to what it was and get rid of some of those prejudices. So it's interesting we had those prejudices. So stop, I, I think that, so stop right there. I'm glad you said that. I think that. I don't know if the league is conforming to their prep, conforming, conforming, excuse me. I think it's more being force-fed to them. No, sir. I mean, it's just more quarterbacks in black, I mean, black quarterbacks in college football now. So, like, I think that, you know, I think that it went from being a novelty to being the norm. And especially how college football is played, where your, run, where your quarterback does run the ball a lot. Like, look at it like this. Tallulah, Trey Tallulah, Justin Fields, um... Yeah, Dwayne Haskins last year. Like, mostly, Dwayne Haskins was an oddity because he didn't throw the ball. Not just because he was black, just because that's how quarterbacks are used these days. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Trevor Lawrence, white quarterback, he runs the ball sometimes. That's just how they use quarterbacks. So, I think that the novelty, I won't say novelty, it used to be, oh, wow, they got a black college. Huh? That's involved into not just the whole pocket passes type quarterback, not a dual threat, whereas it was back in the day, slash. A gimmick, the novelty that you was mentioning. Now it's part of the game plan, and now you want a mobile quarterback, and it it takes, it gives defenses fits. So now you want that. And I understand why pros were late on that because you know they have a financial stake in their quarterback, so they can't just get three running quarterbacks like in college. You can get three Johnny Manziel's or three Justin Fields, and just have the next one up. Like in football, in NFL, professional football, you got real money tied to these people. So I understand why they were so late to adopt it. But we're here now, right? And a lot of this... 
Well, on top of that, you just get the person who's next to us. So, like, take Seattle for for example. You have um, you have Russell Wilson, but his backup is Geno Smith and JT Barrett. If you go to Baltimore, you have Lamar Jackson, but his backup is RG three. And so that goes to where if they do go down, you keep that shit going. So that's the thing is that it's producing enough of them. But let's go back to back in let's go back yesteryear to ninety three two thousand three when you had Ronald Cunningham, you had Michael Vick. Those are two running quarterbacks. You didn't have that many. So like, how many quarterbacks were in the league at that point who could do what Ronald Cunningham did? None. So like now you're stuck with Steve DeBerg who cannot even move as your backup and 90% of quarterbacks coming out of college were like that. So like you really have an oddity that, you know, if he gets hurt, our season is already up the shit's creek. Whereas like you just said, with these other teams, yeah, if Russell Wilson get hurt, our season is up the creek. But it's not because the people behind him can't do what he do. It's because they can't do what he do as well as he do. They can do it. They just can't do it as well as he can. So I think that that's, you know... That's where Randy Cunningham was kind of groundbreaking. But I think the real Rosa Parks of this movement is Michael Vick. I don't think it's Michael Vick. But hold that thought. Pause one time, Dick. So I was just saying how Michael Vick is the Rosa Parks, is the patient zero of this new wave of the NFL accepting this. Because he came in and he didn't change how the game was played, but everybody knew he was something special. And the league was decades behind what he could do. Like, he came in in, what, 2000, right? And it's 2019, and they're just now accepting what he could do back then. And I think that he is the, you know, the civil rights movement, you know, we talk about that in this, and how today you have a lot of black doctors, black professionals. Well, it started with, you know, somebody back in the day saying no on the bus or something before, that, an event before that. So that's why I'm saying he's the Rosa Parks of this. He's the first truly different African-American quarterback who they fully didn't understand him, but they tried to embrace him. I totally disagree a little bit. Um, well, you can't totally disagree a little bit. You either totally disagree or you disagree a little bit. Well, well played, well played. I slightly disagree. Because uh, we have some merit in what you're saying. But the quarterbacks that predate that predate him um, did what he did. Some did a little bit better, some a little worse. I think the quarterback that crunk all this up more than anything because the league seen a friend Tarkinson. Um and the league had a Doug Williams. And, yeah, but uh, one. And he didn't. He wasn't changing. I think Randall Cunningham is the one that sparked this stuff with the most MVPs. Randall Cunningham was the one that was rolling out, striking on the run. Jucking motherfuckers. Ronda Cunningham was the one putting moves on it. So when you had Warren Moon, Dan Marino, and Joe Montana, Ronda Cunningham was making a lot of noise in Philly. And he was doing that shit his way. Man. It, you, you know, Steve Young came in with that running type shit. None of them were like that. But Ronda Cunningham took that shit to the next level. Now, I agree with you on They didn't. They still didn't change what they was doing because Ronda Cunningham, even though with the moves he had and the athlete that he was, he was still a throwing quarterback. And that's my point. Like, that's why that's why I'm saying that's why I'm not including Randy Cunningham. Randy Cunningham is like Russell Wilson. Just I don't want to say a better version. Randy Cunningham better version. Randy Cunningham moved like almost like Mike Vick but was throwing like Russell Wilson. Yeah, so like that like Mike Vick with Randy Cunningham wasn't moving like Mike Vick. You said it best when we were all together Sunday. Nobody moves like Mike Vick. 
Like, nobody, put on Lamar Jackson. Yeah, nobody moves like Mike Vick is something different, and that's why I'm saying he's the Rosa Parks. Like, Randall Cunningham was a great quarterback who could run, who knew when to run, who just was a better athlete than the people on the field. Like, people could catch him, and he wasn't running like that, too. You know what I'm saying? He was just, hey, it's not open. Let me take off and get what I can get. You know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't doing design runs. They weren't doing that. So that's why I, Randall Cunningham was just as good a quarterback as any of those other guys you named, except for Warren Moon. I think Warren Moon is probably one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But Randall Cunningham was just as good as most of those other guys. I'm going to tell you who the best who Warren Moon is out there, Vane. That's that Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Nah, because Cunningham didn't run. So, like, those guys. So, like, I think. Mean, I mean, not Randall Cunningham. You, did you say Warren Moon or Randall Cunningham? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you said Warren Moon. My bad. So, yeah. Warren Moon might be the greatest quarterback ever played this league, honestly. Yeah, that's why I'm going to say Warren Moon is something different. He might be the best quarterback ever. And it's a shame. It's a shame that his color didn't match with the generation. Like, if he would have came in, if it wouldn't have been no racism or none of that shit, what he could have accomplished, because remember, he spent years in the CFL just because, right? You know if what I'm saying? Moon would have came in, he didn't even have to come in this year. It would have came in 1990. He would have, he would, all them damn Reno records, Warren Moon would have had on him. Yeah. So, Warren Moon's something different. I think he's the best black quarterback ever, by far. Well, he's one of the best quarterbacks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're talking best quarterback ever, period. But I think he's the best black quarterback ever, by far. So, I agree with you when the Randall Cunningham, like the Patrick Mahomes, the Russell Wilson's all them fall in that vein. The Deshaun Watson's. Yeah, they fall in that vein. Now, the Michael Vick vein, the vein that Lamar Jackson fall in, yeah, it's something different. And I think that. The, so that's the thing with Michael Vick. It's only one other quarterback he opened the door for right now, and that's Lamar Jackson. Well, no, nah, I feel like they all try to treat black quarterbacks like they're Michael Vick. Like, I think when Russell Wilson came into the league, like, I think everybody looked at a running quarterback because he was Mike Vick, not. I think they did it with RG3. I think they do it with everybody. Like, I don't think they look at quarterbacks like they're around the country. I think they look at all the motherfuckers at that time like they were Michael Vick. I think it was only two quarterbacks that came out that looked at Mike Vick. And they, and they said, and that was Vince Young, and that was uh, RG3. And that was about and Lamar Jackson. Oh, well, of course Lamar Jackson. Now I'm talking about like right afterwards. I like, think they thought awesome. Russell Wilson was something similar. To, I think their initial thought was that he was Michael Vick until he proved he wasn't Michael Vick. Nah, but... Uh, the comparison that they were doing was more of, of, of the, uh, of what you call it, of uh, Drew Brees. So that's who they were getting. Like, so you're like, not even now. So there's two types. So like those kind of quarterbacks that small, like Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, they, they compare them to Drew Brees. And even though Kyler Murray has speed and moves, he don't use them like that. He, he just passes. So they use that one for them. But for your Vince Young, your Lamar Jackson, your RG3s, they was doing it for, for Mike Vick. That's what they compared them to. So that was a difference. I think Tyrod Taylor did too, but Tyrod Taylor ended up not even being cut from that cloth. Kaepernick, he was another one they was doing with the Mike Vick. So Mike Vick opened the way for them. The thing about Mike Vick was Mike Vick, he was the first in that, what you were saying. So the black quarterback that we seen, they scrambled and pass. Or they still were passing quarterbacks. Mike Vick was clearly a totally running quarterback. Like Lamar Jackson. Like he's running and he can throw the ball. But the other ones, he throws, but he can also run. So the scrambling quarterback, that's starting to change, like you mentioned. Because college, that's what they give him. The boy for LSU, Joe, he's another one. He run that motherfucker. He'll run that ball, too, with Jalen Hurts. Justin Field, these boys, they throw that ball, but they can also take the fuck off. 
Mike Vick was different in that he ushering in somebody who they definitely would put at wide receiver or at running back, and now that person can play quarterback. And that's how you get a Lamar Jackson. You get a Lamar Jackson because of Mike Vick. And I think the difference between those two is that they are the – those other quarterbacks can run. I think Randall Cunningham fits in this group too, but he's just a better quarterback than those two. They're the best athletes on the field. Right. Now, Russell Wills, you can't say that about none of the other black quarterbacks we've seen. Like, even Vince Young, as good as an athlete as he was, he was never the best athlete on the field. I right. think. Shit. The motherfucker who played on his team was a better athlete, Chris Johnson. Exactly. So, motherfucker, I think Mike Vick and I think Lamar Jackson are. Are in a, a unique position because they are the two best athletes on the field, and people haven't right. had, had haven't seen that that much. So. Right when they touch down, that's who that's 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 why they're the problem. The difference between the two of them, to me, I think I think the action Jackson can throw better. I don't. I ain't got a strong arm. It's hard to say Mike Vick have a stronger arm, even though clear Mike Vick has a stronger arm. Like Mike Vick arm was his arm talent was crazy. But he's nowhere near as accurate as Lamar. He's not as polished as Lamar. Nah. But as far as running, he might be over the door for Lamar. Agreed. So, so fast forward to 2019 and what you what we started the podcast with with, you know, what four possible four black quarterbacks is MVP candidates, and it's just the golden age of the black quarterback in, in their field. I was thinking about this the other day, but we were talking about it. There's never been nothing like this. And we started watching football in the 80s. Uh, before the 80s, it wasn't even any. So we don't even have to go back that far. But since we watched football, there's never been more than like two or three at one time. I don't even remember when it was like five black quarterbacks that were starting on teams. Um, How many start on teams now? Let's name them out. With Lamar Jackson, I mean, with Dwayne Haskins starting. Sunday is going to be 10, but it's Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott. Well, Cam Newton's hurt, so you got to take Cam out, so it's going to be nine. Um, Dwayne Haskins, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston, Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett, and Kyler Murray. So one-third of the league is black quarterbacks. You've never seen that. How do you feel yeah. about that? Oh, I'm proud of it. I think... Finally, you got the right person for the job. So the whole thing about this country and racism, right? We're trying to get to the point where it doesn't matter anymore. and just the best person for the job. In order to get there, you have to go through the obstacles. And that's the, that's the problem I have, that there's no restitution for what had, what has happened in order for us to get where we need to go. So in this instance, now we can start talking about, well, who's the best person for the job? And that's how you get these quarterbacks. They're the best person for the job. So now you're not, you're not mad that Carolina's going with I forgot that cracking. What is his name? Allen or something like that? Yeah. You're not mad because he's better for Carolina than Cam Newton was. That don't mean Cam Newton, but Carolina has a still place for Cam Newton. But those players that we just named, well, except for Jeremy Winston, those boys deserve to start. Those cats are good. They're damn good. And out of those, four of them are in the MVP, MVP discussion heaven right now. So Out of that nine, four in the MVP discussion. So let me ask you this. Because one other thing that we're seeing, and I don't know if it's going to continue with black quarterbacks, because I, I think Cam is really going to challenge this. Do you think black quarterbacks are getting a fair shake? Um, they're not getting the same shake that white counterparts are getting, so it's not even in that regard. No. Do you think it's improved from just a decade ago? Yeah, it's improved from five years ago. 
mean, in this in this NFL vision, I guess a second chance, right? Right, and that's why I did. That's why five years ago, because it was bringing Jay Cutler off the, you know, Jay Cutler coming back. Got damn Carl was on the team with the Giants. Not not Derek Carr, but his brother David. They'll bring them call or Macau. One of you Macau probably still in the league type shit. I mean, we had an insurance salesman, Redman, on our roster before he retired. So that wasn't getting fresh shakes off because Vince Young should have got another shake. That quiet as kept. That bunch of Marcus uh, Russell should have got another chance. Even if it wasn't a starter, he should have got another shot. So, no, I, I think they're not getting the best chance, but I think it's evolving too. Okay. I think the reason I say that I think Cam is going to disappoint you because I think when him and Carolina break up, which I think we all agree needs to happen, I don't see him being a starter in the wheels. Maybe one or two teams, but I, I think his options are going to be very limited. Well, I think he'll be a starter somewhere else. Well, we won't get too far into it because that's going to be time and telling before either one of us look bad on wax. I think it's him, but I think it's a, it's. Cam is a starter. He's going to start somewhere. This isn't Colin Kaepernick. He's going to start somewhere. Speaking of Colin Kaepernick, what do you think about him? Today is November 13th, 2019. He has a um, workout this Saturday, November 20, 19, 16th, 2019, here in Atlanta, our hometown, where we record this podcast. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I don't think he's going to get a shot. I think, he's, I think it's just good that he has, that they're giving him that space for that outlet. In order to do it, but if any other team shows, I don't know if it's going to be that many of those teams. And if they do show, I don't think he get a shot. So I don't think he get a, a legit shot. Do you think he deserves a legit shot? Oh, I think he deserves a legit shot, a legit backup shot. Yeah, I, I think so. And there's a couple team that so uh, what you call it? Baltimore has his old offensive coordinator. I think he could be the third. Quarterback there, they have three quarterbacks on their roster. But a lot of teams um, don't carry three quarterbacks on their roster. A lot of teams don't, and if they don't carry three quarterbacks on their roster, then no, I don't think you have to. I don't think you should make a room for them. I think there's a shot if you have that, that space for them. But if you don't have it, then and that's the other part of it. We're ten weeks in, eleven weeks in, so I don't know who's not on the roster unless somebody got hurt. So I said this last year. I said this two years ago. I said. After Colin Kaepernick declined that contract from the 49ers, I'd say I think he's back upstairs. I think where he ultimately lands is teams who have Dallas. Actually, I feel Dallas is the perfect team for him, and I'm going to get to why. Teams who have Super Bowl aspirations, who uh, injury to your quarterback can shell shock you. I think he is a good backup for quarterbacks who do the same thing. I lot of Baltimore ball. Like RG3, if Lamar Jackson get hurt, RG3 is a damn good backup solution for that. Seattle, a, Seattle, a, Gino isn't the best backup for that, but you can see where they're going. What were you finna say? Yeah, I can say another one. Not just that Prescott, and I agree with you on that, but Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson plays a dangerous kind of ball. He takes a lot of hits. You know, so like, if you're one of those teams who has Super Bowl aspirations and has a certain type of quarterback, I, I see you legitimately bringing Colin Kaepernick in as a backup. Now, is he worth the distraction that he comes as a backup? That's another question. I don't know. But I do see him being a backup. And I I, I wonder, has he accepted the role of being a backup? Yeah. Could I, you think so? Well, he's already said so. Okay. So this isn't the next year. I mean, not this much of the league. I, but I, again, I don't, this 
this part's probably moot because I don't think he'll get another shot, honestly. Well, again, I, again, I think it's several teams. I think it's a handful of teams who should give him a shot, like real speed. I don't think – I think if you have a certain type – I think if you have a black or a running quarterback, like even Cleveland with Baker Mayfield, like they don't need him just because they don't have – they didn't have a real Super Bowl team this year. But, like, if you have a quarterback who's mobile and you have Super Bowl aspirations, he should be an option for you. I really do believe it. Josh Allen is well. Josh Allen in Buffalo, exactly. It's another quarterback. Yeah, he's a perfect option. For, not perfect, but he's an option for them. And I would also do uh, over there in uh, in Chicago, you know, they may be sold on Chase Daniel, but Mr. Trubisky is a, is a mobile quarterback, and he it should be a quarterback controversy. I disagree because simple standpoint, Mr. Trubisky shouldn't be the starting quarterback. Like they should be, Chicago should be looking at bringing in Cam, like Cam, Matt Ryan, somebody that they need to be bringing in somebody who's a starter who needs to change the scenery. In my mind, I agree. So like, so I, we, go the ahead. Of this though is we don't just have those starting black quarterbacks, which is perfect, and we can rate them and do all that. Let's give a little shout out to all the quarterbacks on the roster, right? Because you have a Joe Webb in Houston, so he probably don't need to go to Houston with Joe Webb. You have Tyrod Taylorson leaving San Diego. Uh, they wave, uh, they wave Cardell Jones, but he was in the league. Uh, Houston wave Jordan. I don't know who that is. Uh, we didn't see him, but Brett Hundley, he plays. Robert Griffin, we talked about. Geno Smith and RJ, JT Bear is with Seattle. Joshua Dobbs and jo- uh, Josh Johnson. Joshua Dobbs with Pittsburgh. Josh Johnson with Detroit. Um, Teddy Bridgewater with the Saints. We've seen him four or five games this year. And then Tyree Jackson is with Buffalo. Probably So those are some of the players, it's not just the starters, but you have a you have a litany of black players, black quarterbacks in the league. So, side yes. note, with that group, with somebody who's been as incompetent as Geno Smith getting a second chance, shows right. the league growth of the league. Right. Because Geno Smith should be out there, motherfucker. But it also shows the weirdness of Teddy Bridgewater now. Because Teddy Bridgewater was a playoff quarterback. Yeah, but he had a devastating knee injury, a debilitating circumstance. And I think people were more scared about, hey, if I invest in him, will he just get hurt? Can he play again? Right. Can he walk again? Yeah, I think it was way more of that than, you know. I think now, again, I think New Orleans did a good job by locking him up and trying to see if he's the quarterback of the future because even though he didn't look his best, his starting time, I think that, you know, he is somebody who probably will get a chance to prove something. Well, I think he's in the league longer than James Winston. I don't know. Well, I think he's going to leave on with James Winston because he's still the starter. But, well, unless James Winston embraced the backup position, but I don't. Teddy Bridgewater looked terrible when he was starting. He, but he'll be a backup. Now, he'll be a backup, that, and that's kind of the point I'm getting to. If Geno could be a backup, I'm sure people will keep Teddy Bridgewater as a backup. Like, he's uh-huh. a capable backup. Because ultimately, you'll just look back and see he won those games for New Orleans. Yeah, I can see that. So now let's write the starters. Because I don't think the bad guys are worth rating as far as, I don't think any of those are starters, Teddy Bridgewater included. Uh, for saying what you've seen this year, what would you rate these cats? So let's let's name who the starters are. Before uh, you want to rate them, do you want to elaborate on just the growth of the NFL and how we've come here? And I think you mentioned it best. I think a lot of this also plays to the strengths of colleges. Well, I mean, so, college is the only feeder system for the NFL. So, if it's only one, whatever college does, the NFL has to adopt at some point, right? 
Right, and that's what they've adopted. They've adopted these kind of quarterbacks. No, I don't think it's a. I think it's a by force, by not not by choice situation. And, then, and so when you do that, the complexion. So here you are, a racist ex Klansman, right? And your granddaughter, who you love so dear, has brought in this black man who you can't stand and look at. But now they have a child, and that child just melts your heart when they come around you, waddling in. Or crawling towards you and smiling and light your heart. So eventually your heart is softened. I think that's what's going on with the NFL. Because you, you still want to win. And as you Again, thank you guys for listening to this preview. We hope you enjoyed it. For the full podcast, go check out Patreon. Just go to patreon.com and search for Digital Darren, Digital D-A-R-O-N. And once you become a member, you get access to exclusive podcasts like this giveaways we have different tiers we start at a dollar so again for our patrons we really appreciate you guys for those who listen on the normal site we appreciate you guys as well so don't think that we take you guys for granted we don't if you like what you hear consider being a patron it just goes right back into the podcast so we can give you guys more content thank you guys for listening and make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend